Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I thank God for everyone that's tuned in today. Petaway Evangelistic Ministries Worldwide. Today we're going to focus on the Holy Spirit. Today we're going to learn about the Holy Spirit. Um, and I believe it's going to be a series. Um, just honing in on the personality of the Holy Spirit. Honing in on who the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is. Understanding that He is more than just the utterance of speaking in tongues. We, we know that there is the evidence of speaking in tongues, but how many of us know that there's more to Holy Spirit than that? We must also know and understand that He is a person and not an it. And it, um, in definition, is attributed to an inanimate object. The Holy Spirit is true and He is wise and He is alive and active. And He can be alive and active in your life today as well if he is not already and so i pray that you would um get your notepad get your um coffee or tea or something to drink maybe a little snack or maybe a little meal or whatever the case may be sit back and i want to say relax but i don't want you to be too relaxed where you miss what god has to say but yes be laxed to an extent and stay tuned for the next segment of Understanding Holy Spirit. God bless. Speak to you soon. Praise God, everybody. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, for the indwelling of your Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the power of your Holy Spirit. I thank you for allowing Holy Spirit to dwell in my life. And I pray that whoever hears this program or broadcast or podcast, whatever you want to call it today, in the name of Jesus, would thirst after more of you, will understand who the Holy Spirit is in his end his entirety and manifestation. Oh God, there's so much to say about Holy Spirit. There's so much to say about him. There's so much to say about who he is and how he operates. And God, we pray, God, for divine understanding. I pray that you will speak to my neighbor, speak to my brother, my sister out there in the world right now in the name of Jesus Christ. God, I love them as you love them, Lord God. You said to love your neighbor as I and to love myself, Lord God. And I'm concerned about the world just like you are, Lord God, because we share a bond uh, within the passions of your heart realm. And I pray that someone would understand that you're more than just the utterance or the evidence that you are alive, Lord. You are the, the Holy Spirit, that you, Holy Spirit, are the pre-incarnate, in spiritual incarnation of Jesus Christ. Bring your understanding today, wisdom and knowledge, through wisdom and knowledge, today, right now, in WR Lion, we rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We speak, we speak uh, against the 
enemy right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We come against him right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We disannul any type of attacks right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We come against any attacks right now in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Any unclean manifestations or impressions, we come against you right now. Devil, you are a liar. I command you to get out of my brother and my sister's ear right now. Get out of my ear in the name of Jesus Christ. God, you said he that hunger and thirst after you shall be filled. So fill us up now, even right now, even in our wilderness experience, even in our wilderness, even if we feel a little confused. I pray that you will bring strong deliverance now in Jesus name. It is so. Amen and amen. Hey everybody, Padaway Evangelistic Ministries here. Apologize for the background noise if you hear any it's um i'm walking as i'm thinking and meditating on the lord and walking uh taking a nice little stroll but um we're gonna finish up today with fruits the fruits of this understanding the fruits of the spirit kind of like on a surface level um you are always welcome to deep sea dive in the word of god to understand more about what's being said that's just about uh but what's being said and the powerful thing about this is it speaks about these particular three last three which is faith meekness temperance faith temperance and meekness and all three of those are pretty um they work synonymously i think that's the word i'm gonna just say synonymously and simultaneously together as you operate in your giftings and in your callings and as you learn how to release Holy Spirit, as you learn how to uh, mature in Holy Spirit and as God uh, anoints you for a work for Him. So let's have a word of prayer Then we're going to kind of get started father we thank you father that you have done all that you're doing Lord god we thank you lord for having your way in our lives and pray that you'll continue to have your way in our lives like never before lord god we breath we bless your name lord god we thank you lord god breathe on us once more we need more of your anointing we need more of your power we need more of your strength in the name of jesus hide me behind the cross lord god as i finish up this particular portion of understanding Holy Spirit. I pray, God, that you would have your way like never before. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we bless you. Amen and amen. God is good. God is good. I just wanted to kind of continue to speak about faith. The Word of God says that faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. You can find that in the book of James. God speaks about how we, if we are to make alive what he has already spoken to us if we are to 
make alive what he's already promised us. We must do something based on what we believe. That is the reason why after we confess our our sins to the Lord and say that we believe that he died on the cross for us, that he was buried for us, and that he rose again on the third day for us, we um, God has the process set up where we do an act of faith. We already walk down by faith to the altar or we already prayed by faith uh, to the minister or priest or whatever the case had been. Now, or the bishop, now the next step is to be baptized. Baptism, water baptism is an act of faith. We are putting our faith in action. We're putting what God has given us and has spoken to us in action. Now that we have the knowledge of God, now that we have the knowledge of Christ, it's time to place what he said to us in action. So when we baptize someone or when we are baptized ourselves, in the name of Jesus Christ, according to Acts 2 and, 30, Acts 2 and 38, we are in essence <laughs> literally putting faith in action. You're coming from something that you were dead to. Now you're being called to a new life. We always say at CRL, as I was, we were reminded um, in church the other day that. Um, my pastor always said, Bishop Stokes always said, we are called from something to something. So we're called from a life of death. We're called from death to life. Okay, we were dead. We needed faith on the cross. We needed an act of faith. When Jesus died on the cross for us, that was an act of faith. Now we are coming into agreement. We're coming into alignment. We're coming into divine uh, <clears throat> divine. Uh, a divine decree and declaration and we're making it alive within our lives which is you shall be saved under the blood covenant when you are baptized in the name of Jesus it is a liquid watery grave that reflects the grave that Jesus and it symbolizes what Jesus went through for those three days that he was dead and you, when you rise up by faith you're coming into the newness of life. Do you hear me? So when you come up in the newness of life, you have done an act of faith. That now was a seed. Do you hear me now? That was a seed for the fruit of faith to be activated in your life. That was one of the first spiritual seeds that was put in the spiritual fertilizer. Okay, God, thank you, Lord. For now, something new to come to fruition. The Bible says also, with, without, faith, it is, without faith, it is impossible to please God. It is impossible to please God. So when you do these things, you're coming into alignment with God's promise for your life, God's purpose for your life. Not saying everything is going to be peachy and cream, but now you have someone to help you through life challenges. And let me tell you, life will bring you challenges. And some things will have you scratching your head. 
and asking God, why you? Why this? Why that? And I'm telling you, God will bless you. And you'll hear him clearly through people, places, and things. Don't just look for an audible voice. He will use people, places, and things to tell you, to, 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 to let you know that he is with you. And he is with you even to the ends of the world. He will let you know that he is for you by faith. God said to me when I was a young man, when I first needed him to show me some things by faith, he said to me, he said, praise me like you already got it. And at the time I was believing him for grades and, you know, good grades in school and everything like that and other things. But he was training my faith. He was building my faith. He was showing me how to activate what he's already given me. He said, praise me like you already got it. And a lot of times when I would do that and give him the glory, it would manifest within my life. Faith. And when that fruit of faith becomes deep rooted, it's easy to become faithful. It's easy to be committed. It's easy to become like Christ because now you have a love relationship with him when he tells you to do a thing you might your flesh might tell you to go left or go right but in your core like Paul said when I would do good evil is always present in your core you God knows what you meant to do you might say I fell right there all have sin and fallen short of the glory of God get up by faith run again by faith, accomplish. By faith, do what God said that you know. I'm not talking about any foolishness. There's a difference between foolishness and faith. I'm not talking about doing anything foolish like jumping off a bridge or anything like that. I'm talking about by faith, doing what God has prescribed for your life based on what he has said to you through the word of God. The word of God is our faith compass if it does not line up with the word of God then it might not be God <laughs> he will not tell you to rob a bank by faith he will not tell you to kill somebody by faith when his word says thou shalt not steal and thou shalt not kill do you hear me he will not tell you to go in a club and throw your money to a stripper by faith that's foolishness he will give you grace for that, according to Ephesians 2 and 8. But that's foolishness. That's immaturity. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's um, ignorant faith. I can't even call it faith, to tell you the truth, because sometimes we do things and we think, in, we think that it's God when it's really our own mind. Whenever I think or th whenever I think about something, I have to look and filter it with the word of God to make sure God is telling me to do this. I have to make sure that what he's telling me lines up with what he said. I have to make sure that is my filter. If anyone knows about a filter, you know, back in the 90s, it was real, real hot when filters came out for 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 uh, for for I'm, I'm going to say people in Baltimore because that's where I'm from. But. I remember my mom getting a filter and I really didn't know what a filter did. But you would hook it onto your faucet. And what it would do is 
when the water would come through the filter, it will, it's supposed to stop any type of dirt, dirty sediments or any type of dirt that may have been entangled in the water or ingrained. Hey, how you doing? Ingrained in the water. It's supposed to clean all that stuff out so that when you look at it and when you can see it, it's now clean. That's what a filter is for. Now that you're in Christ, you have a filter. You have the word of God. The word of God is your filter. You can look at the word and you can say to yourself, is this God? Is this what God is saying? And if it is not what God is saying, toss it out. Toss it out. Filter it through the word. You know, there was uh, some, I don't know if it's still popular, but at one point it it was a trending thing where where you say hashtag no filter. No, hashtag put that filter back (laughs) when you're dealing with spiritual things. But that's faith. On a surface level, you can look it up. I encourage you to get the treasury um, of uh, scripture knowledge. I think that's what it's called. It's a book called The Treasury of Scripture Knowledge, where you can look up the word or term faith or a strong uh, biblical dictionary. You can look up that word faith and you'll see a whole bunch of scriptures about faith. How there's, even in Hebrews, there's the men of faith, where they did things by faith and through faith. Some you'll see worked by faith, which means if you can kind of envision it, it was like they had an invisible partner there helping them through whatever God said to them. And then when you think about through faith, you're thinking about a tunnel where they had to trust what God said to them on just what he like. He might have given given them a sentence or just a word and they had to trust God by what he said through faith. You can look at faith as a tunnel and all you have is a word. And sometimes you don't have even have that. You just have what you your knowledge of God and what and how he is and how you love him and how you want to please him. You can look at that being through faith. So you'll see in Hebrews, I believe God using people to show to to show you how it is to operate by faith. How to operate through faith There's a difference By faith is when you can see an invisible partner work, Walking with you Like sometimes you might see someone Having a seeing eye dog when, they, when they're blind And they can't see That dog is their eyes That dog is that direction The word is your eyes your Faith is your eyes When you cannot see When it seems like everything is blurry In a crazy situation so these men like Abraham, jo- Joseph, Jacob, Noah, they had to believe God on a word. They had to believe God in crazy situations. Faith. That's what it means when it says faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Sometimes you go through something really, really hard and you don't understand it. I was talking to a family member yesterday. And I said to them, I said, sometimes we don't understand why babies die while they're here and then they're gone. We just know that while they're here, they're a light, they're a shining light, they're a gift. We don't understand why God allows certain things to happen. 
But we cannot just say forget God and act like he doesn't exist because there's still goodness in the land of the living. There's still the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. It's okay to be angry, but sin not. Don't turn away from God because he is the one that gives you your next breath, whether you know it or not. Whether you know it or not. So we're talking about faith. Then there's temperance. He said be temperate in all things, being balanced, finding that balance in your life so that you won't be off kilter. Sometimes people, sometimes we, we think that people are a, addicted to a substance when they're just over excessive. That over excessiveness becomes an addiction where they feel as though they need it mentally. There's, a, there's something in the back of your brain that says that you need that substance. And what happens is because they didn't exercise temperance, they become addicted. But it started as a bad habit. It started as that first high. And what they're doing mentally is they're trying to get back to that first high. But they, get, they don't have that temperance. So right here you see God saying, be temperate in all things. It becomes something even worse. And don't get me wrong, drugs are bad. Anything can become a drug. Anything can become a drug. It's just that certain substances are more abusive than others. Cocaine is, a, is, is abusive. Weed is abusive. Marijuana is abusive. Crack is abusive. It's, it, it destroys your body. Certain sugars are abusive to your body. Certain people are abusive. You say that you love that person, but they keep knocking you down the stairs. That's, that's abuse. Not only are you trusting in them to abuse yourself, but you, you, you choose to stay in that relationship. God said, be temperate. Get out of that. I don't even care if you're married. If that person is knocking you down the stairs, God will not let you stay in that relationship. Get out of it. Temperance. He said, be balanced. Be balanced in everything. It's all right if you have money, but don't allow that money to become your God. Don't allow money to become every, your everything. Be temperate. Be temperate or you'll, you'll end up, you know, killing yourself over money, over something that's going to fade away anyway. That's why God said, do things that's for the kingdom first. Because you have treasures in heaven that will never rust. The things on, these, on this earth, if you think about it, even your car is going gonna, is gonna to wear out. It's, it depreciates as as soon as you leave that lot. It's depreciating. When you plant seeds of temperance, you give God room to 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 work out what you can't work out. Be balanced. It takes it takes the Holy Spirit sometimes to be balanced because we're hit with so many different things. We're hit with so many different um, things to the point where we don't even realize that we're in. We're like a mouse chasing cheese on a wheel but that temperance that order when you bring that balance in your life you'll find yourself managing it well that's why God looked at Abel over Cain Cain got jealous and killed Abel because of the fact that he was doing something that was balanced more balanced than than Cain and Cain got jealous God told Cain he said evil is setting setting at your door because you you're you're seeing something in your brother that you don't have which is temperance and he got jealous and killed his brother temperance is important temperance will have you going crazy 
You see manage people that are managers and supervisors because they have learned how to be temperate within their own lives and they help bring temperance to the the lives of their their co-workers or those that that answer to them temperance is important god gave temperance to adam he said go and dress the garden the reason why he casted adam out of the garden was because he he wasn't balanced enough to the point where he allowed his wife to dictate and to do something that God had gave him the, the instruction to do. He said, do not eat of this particular tree. And he let her eat of it. And then he ate of it. Because he lacked at that particular moment temperance. Temperance is important. You have meekness. You have meekness. Meekness is a fruit as well. It works with temperance. It works with faith. Meekness is that fruit that houses. It houses it houses faith and it houses temperance. Meekness will help you to be humble. It'll help you to be, be a blessing to others. It'll help you to understand where you are in life. It'll help you to look at things at another level. It'll help you to reach those that you might not have been able to reach at the level that you were before. When you have meekness, you're able to operate in different faucets of life where you could be um, one of the most powerful people in the world, but people don't know that you're powerful because you're so humble and you're so meek and you approach life without, without being loud and saying, oh, I'm here, I'm this, I'm that, but you're meek. Meekness. Meekness is not weakness. When people want to challenge you, you can be meek because you're balanced and you're faithful. You can be meek in a stressful situation where you want to be like a lion, where you want to be fussing at everybody. The Bible says restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. God was saying restore your brother under the spirit of meekness. Pray for your brother in the spirit. When you're meek, you can pray for others and God can use you at higher heights and deeper depths and then you can come back and be as humble as a lamb meekness these fruits work in concert with each other they work in the kingdom of God so that we can have overall spiritual balance this now you can see that the Holy Spirit is more than just speaking in tongues the Holy Spirit is more than just um being prophetic there's fruit bearing and these fruits you shall bear after receiving Holy Spirit if you're seeking the Lord seeking while you can because there will become a time where you're not going to be able to these gifts are important that's all I have for you let's pray Father we thank you for all that you've done all that you're doing I thank you, God, for these fruits. I pray in the name of Jesus that I said something to help my brother and my sister. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will bless them, Lord God. Help them to understand who they are and these particular fruits. God, I thank you for it. Hallelujah. I pray that they will show up in our lives once more. Strengthen us in these. I know that you will. I know that you have, and I know that you can. You're doing it in my life. I see it, and I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to see it. I thank you for it. Certain things that happen, 
I, I'll be honest, I'm not always happy with it, but I thank you for the fruit that has come from hard times that I can see where you're working it out. God, we thank you. We honor you. Bless us as we go into another part of the series of Holy Spirit power, understanding the Holy Spirit at a greater level. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Jamal here. I pray that something was said to help you today, to help you become the best version of you in the name of Jesus Christ. If you never gave your life to the Lord, I invite you to do so according to Acts 2 and 38. The Lord also said in the day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Maybe you are waiting for the right time to give your life to the Lord. There's no other time than right now to take that into consideration and it's easy all you have to do is say Lord I come to you right now asking you to forgive me for every sin that I've ever committed I'm sorry please live within me come into my heart please help me to do right I'm sorry in Jesus name Amen and if you really believe that if you believe that he died on the cross for you that he was buried for you, and that he rose up again on the third day for you, and that he's coming back for you. You are saved. If you make that confession today, you are saved. The next step in your path of salvation is to be baptized in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And to seek the Holy Spirit the indwelling of the Holy Spirit according to Acts chapter 2 where you speak under the utterance of the Holy Spirit. Now don't get it twisted. When you gave your life to Him, if you said that prayer today, the, whole, the, the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord is in you now. But we want you full. Hallelujah. The earnest of the Spirit, full of His glory that he may have his way in your life and I believe that God wants to do that no more excuses no more excuses today's your day amen all right speak to you soon God bless <laughs>